0: And more local news and reaction the Mike Douglas show now weekdays from 3 till
1: 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIB. and a wonderful afternoon to you here in California's Central Valley turns out to be a beautiful afternoon here I guess uh, rain may be ahead in the not too distant future which would be wonderful for us here in drought stricken California but it's a beautiful uh, pre spring day Right here in California's Central Valley, Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation. And uh, we welcome you to our live and local ability to talk over the issues of the day that affect you and me. Right here again in the Central Valley of California. Uh, Right at the top, want to give you a a quick update on some issues regarding uh, Ukraine and Russia. And then I've got a compelling discussion I'd like to have with you regarding law enforcement expectations of privacy and how that all fits into issues of identifying people, uh, suspects during riots and such. And, uh, And then LAPD has a new policy, which I think is just abhorrent. Uh it's, it's well, anyway, well, we'll discuss it when we get there. All that coming up, uh, going to be a, a great uh, discussion a little bit later here on the Mike Douglas Show today. Off, uh, off the top here, though, I want to talk about uh, a few details regarding Russia and Ukraine. If you remember not too long ago, we interviewed a, uh, a wonderful woman uh, who lives in Valley Springs named Lyuba. And she was talking about her relatives at the time that are in Kharkiv. And, of course, that's Ukraine's number two city. We reached out to her for an update, and she is understandably filled with a lot of emotions right now with her relatives still in Kharkiv. And she uh, just doesn't have the ability right now um to come on the air with us because of the emotions involved, but she did tell our producer, Mike Murray, this yesterday. She said her relatives are, are very scared and they feel very unsafe. She says her sister hopes that authorities from both sides will give civilians what they call the green zone so they will be able to get her 86-year-old mother-in-law out of Kharkiv. She says they don't know uh, if it's safer in their town, which is located about 25 kilometers from Kharkiv. But she says at least her mother-in-law will not be alone in her apartment there. And she thanks us for our support and, and just said it would be very hard for her to talk about this on a radio at the moment. So, again, uh, for those of you uh, who are faith-based, let's continue our prayers for the, for the folks in Ukraine and uh, especially for uh, Lyuba and uh, her relatives as well. Uh, Interesting also to note that a lot of businesses are exiting Russia. Now, remember when the Soviet Union collapsed, what, 30 years ago or so? Uh, Russia really was seen as a new market, uh, long-term growth potential, a great place for international corporations to do business. In the last seven days since the invasion of Ukraine has uh, developed, Boeing suspended major operations in Moscow, as well as maintenance and technical support for Russian airlines. Shell, the oil company, is going to sever ties with Russian gas giant Gasprom. And that's, uh, let's see, about $1 billion financing involved with Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline that's interesting Exxon Mobil another oil company says it's going to exit Russia oil and gas operation and that'll be valued at more than 4 billion dollars and cease any new investment there General Motors sells about 3000 cars a year to Russia It says it's going to suspend exporting vehicles to Russia. Ford has suspended operations there. BMW stopped shipments, and uh, they'll stop production in Russia. Volkswagen paused delivery of Audis already in Russia, so it can adjust car prices to reflect the decline in the value of the ruble. Harley-Davidson suspended shipments to Russia. I'm trying to get a picture of people on their hogs uh, cruising down the streets of, of Moscow. It's an interesting thought. Adidas has suspended its partnership with Russian Football Union. Nike has ceased online sales because it can't guarantee delivery. Don't know that that's really a, a, a moral decision there, more of a, a practical one with, with supply lines. FedEx, UPS, they've suspended shipments. And let's see, uh, who else is... Apple has paused product sales and limited services, including Apple Pay. uh, On top of ceasing exports to Russia and restricting features in Apple Maps in Ukraine uh, to safeguard civilian safety. Dell has stopped selling products there. And here we go, Walt Disney is pausing film debuts in Russia. And uh, competing companies Warner Brothers, Sony, Paramount, and Universal say they aren't going to release any films in the country either. So, uh, interesting uh, economic impact happening. And amidst all that, Vladimir Putin says that the war in Ukraine is going according to plan. He also says that the casualties, of course, are the fault of Ukrainian neo-Nazis. Boy, it sounds like he's borrowing a chapter there from some leaders in America. Uh, If you're going to blame somebody, blame Nazis or neo-Nazis or whatever. He says uh, Ukraine uses civilians as human shields. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, the evidence is suggesting that perhaps his strategies are not as well planned as... uh, as he came, uh, as he claims, so a little bit of uh, uh, update there. White House uh, doesn't see any Biden, uh, Biden uh, Putin summit. Say that real fast ten times. Uh, they don't see a summit between Biden and Putin anytime soon, and uh, that's you know, frankly, honestly, probably to uh, to our advantage. So a quick update there from the Mike Douglas Show on what's happening in. Ukraine, and, uh, and Russia as well. I want to explore an interesting topic with you. And what's fascinating to me about this is it involves San Francisco Mayor London Breed. And I have to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not always been a big fan of London Breed, as you probably know. I think she's made some Uh, Decisions that I definitely disagree with Uh, politically, I probably don't align with her very much. However, I have to give her credit for making the case for what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, She's joining uh, some of uh, the biggest cities in California to try to change local laws so that police can monitor surveillance cameras in real time. Now, why are they doing this? Well, it's basically because they would, uh, and she's going to use this as, as part of her support here, uh, supporting argument. She's going to use the disturbance there, the the riot, I suppose, in Union Square uh, in, in the not-too-distant uh, past, as an example of why the police department should be allowed to monitor live surveillance cameras and find out who's doing what, in order to uh, quell the disturbance. Now, there's, uh, there's not agreement on that with the San Francisco City Council. In fact, there's a city councilman who uh, is opposing that. His name is Supervisor Aaron Peskin. And so uh, Mayor London Breed and Supervisor Aaron Peskin have different ideas about how to go about this. And he actually has opposed her proposal. And in a couple of minutes, I'm going to play a, a, a press conference that she held back in December. And I I got to give her credit. I think she beautifully laid out the plan. And uh, so we'll, we'll unpack that. We'll get your uh, comments uh, about whether you support uh, this kind of new policy. Before we do that, I want to talk real estate with you. As you know, my timing is often lousy in real estate. So I look to people who know what they're doing. And right now... I want to talk to you about someone who knows what they're doing. A Monesto real estate market, as you know, it's hot. Prices are up, inventory's down, and the upcoming interest rate hikes make future home prices uncertain, don't they? Well, if you're selling your home, now may be the right time to move into it, to accelerate, to maximize your equity. And maybe you're growing Uh, or working from home, your family's growing, you have a home office, and you need more space. I understand that challenge. Well, call the agent I trust and I recommend. Called Dan Phipps. Now, Dan's proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value, or Dan will sell it to you for free. His home selling program is designed to maximize your sales price. So you're in complete control, no required costly repairs, no long-term contracts, and you pick your move date, and Dan can even help you find a new home before you move. So Dan helped Juan and Myrna sell their home in series, by over $5,000 of what they needed to buy their bigger dream property. So my recommendation, call Dan Phipps. Dan's the man I recommend, and I'd hire him to sell my own home, He's the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in seventy two hours, or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps two zero nine eight four zero six three seven eight or go to danphips.com. That's Dan Phipps with three Ps D A N P H I P P S dot com. And the Mike Douglas show will continue in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 K F I V.
0: J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound
2: 120 Manteca yeah, slow right now. Main Street to 99 with South 99 uh, through Mantica, Leaving 120 tied up all the way into Ripon. Your eastbound 205 ride through Tracy. Slow from Tracy Boulevard all the way to Highway 5. But once you make the 5 connection, look for more delays through Lathrop. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by kickitca.org.
3: The journey to quit vaping isn't easy, but you have the power to do it. Your story to quit for good is yours to tell, and we're here to help. For free quit support, visit kickitca.org today.
4: What do you get when you cross an NBA, veteran, and mortgage expert? Plenty to chew on, that's what. Catch Real Estate Jerky with host Ed Farco and his trusty sidekick, Marlene Champlin, every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. Spicy.
5: Have you used your free at-home COVID tests and aren't sure where to turn next? Mario Lopez here, and I can safely say that COVID Clinic can help you with locations all around the country. COVID Clinic can help you and your family stay safe with regular testing. They offer no cost to patient testing and PCR tests with same-day results. With a large stock of PCR tests, you'll never have to worry about not being able to be tested, offering true peace of mind. So find a location nearest you and register for your PCR test today at covidclinic.org. This hour of Mike Douglas
6: brought to you by Trans World Business Advisors.
0: Any supplier can drop a box outside your door. But if you want a partner who delivers great customer service, too, rely on Cintas. Your dedicated service
6: reps can deliver what you need to help your business run smoothly. From essential cleaning products to hygienically cleaned apparel. Fire protection services to first aid and safety supplies. That service you can't get from a box. Oh, I'm ready. Visit
4: Cintas.com and get ready for the work day. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at Unbound.org.
0: you missed the Mike Douglas show at three on Power talk
1: 1360 KFIB. and welcome back to the Mike Douglas show Mike Douglas here your concierge for conversation as we uh, get together on this beautiful Thursday afternoon to talk about the issues of the day facing us and one of those issues that I think is very important is personal security personal privacy if you're in a public place. There was a time when you could walk down a street and not be monitored by cameras. Now, wherever you go, there's probably a camera that can see you and can monitor what you're doing. Maybe it's at an ATM machine. Maybe it's a security camera for a local business or a retail outlet on the street you're walking down. Maybe it's a law enforcement camera. A lot of those around, you see them uh, where we are anyway in Stanislaus County. A lot of times they have little flashing lights, either blue or, or red, sometimes uh, strobing, and it lets you know that uh, there is a, a police monitoring there. So back during the the uh, summer of 2020, during the protests there, there was a, a, a large gathering uh, in Union Square, and uh, police used... Apparently in San Francisco, they used some of those monitoring cameras uh, during the uh, the disturbance that was taking place. So uh, they were sued. And but the judge uh, last month basically sided with police. He uh, the judge found that the department could use the cameras at the time because police had already done something like that before with surveillance ordinances. They had It went back to July twenty nineteen when they monitored uh, monitored the Pride Parade. Uh, On Tuesday, ACLU of Northern California uh, basically uh, said that uh, the San Francisco PD tried to twist people's fear to uh, seize virtually unchecked surveillance powers, and San Franciscans saw right through it. Well, here's uh, I'm going to play London Breed, the mayor, because, as I said before, I give credit where credit is due, and I think she makes a pretty good case for having surveillance cameras and being allowed with her police department to monitor what's going on in front of those cameras. The question I have for you is, is is there a tension here in your mind? Is there a time when you should expect privacy in public places and do those law enforcement cameras or those cameras with retail businesses or ATMs, do, do they have the right uh, to be used by law enforcement to track what you're doing, whether you're breaking the law or not? Is there a time when you should expect privacy in public places away from being viewed by these cameras? I want to offer you now, I'm going to go back to December, let <clears throat> see, when was it? December 14th. This is Mayor London Breed at a press conference making the case for being able to monitor people live with these surveillance cameras. It's uh, about a minute and a half, but I think it's important to hear how she she sets up the argument and defends it.
7: We also know that we need to give our officers more tools to effectively do their jobs. In 2019, the Board of Supervisors passed a law that limited law enforcement's ability to use camera feeds during emergency situations. There are exceptions where they can, but for a lot of the issues like what happened in Union Square, they could not. Where there were multiple robbery crews hitting multiple stores, they couldn't even access those cameras, which is ridiculous. Think about that. During an incident of severe looting, of our officers are not able to use a tool that we have that other jurisdictions all over this country can use. This creates barriers for law enforcement's ability to respond quickly when responding to critical incidents and significant public safety issues. We need amendments to clarify that officers are allowed to access these cameras when needed to address critical public safety issues. There is a balance to be had, I know. But right now, if our officers cannot use cameras during a mass looting event, then that policy is out of balance. We are actively working on those amendments with plans to introduce it in January. And my hope is that the board will support changes.
1: Well, as it... turned out what happened was that uh, the mayor and Councilman Preskin basically decided not to fight this out uh, on the ballot or or in court, but they decided to try to find some common ground within the uh, city council process. So at the moment, uh, the policy is still up in the air, and they're negotiating together, and we'll see what happens with it. But she makes an interesting point. She said, I know there's a balance, and I think that's very important. It, 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 there is a balance between the expectation of privacy in a free society and when there's looting and or violence going on, the ability of law enforcement to monitor what's going on in real time. What do you think? Is, is she right in the expectation that she has that if a crime is going down, that police ought to be able to have access to those live security cameras. And that's the, the issue involved here is is designing a policy and running it by the board and having that policy approved, et cetera. But uh, that there is that tension, the expectation that you and I have of not being spied upon versus law enforcement's ability to do its job well and maybe even better by using those images so are you for that do you think it's a good idea to have surveillance cameras and your activities monitored live or do you think your personal privacy issues trump law enforcement's need to watch you in progress Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Again, I am rarely in agreement with a lot of the things that Mayor London Breed says, but I I think she set up a a good argument. I think she made a good point, and she admittedly said there is a, a balance So when we're in public places, when we're walking down a a street in a shopping area, when we're in a park, wherever it might be in, in a public place, do we have that right, that expectation of personal privacy that includes not being monitored by those cameras? Or should law enforcement have access to that live feed to help them do their job? Again, our number here, area code 209 3483 3483 I don't like being spied upon, and I, I, maybe that's a harsh word, and again, have with a law enforcement background, at, at the time, uh, we didn't really have that kind of technology. I, uh, I can see how it would be a benefit during a, well, like the looting that was going on in, in, uh, in Union Square in San Francisco. Uh, if there, uh, are, are, there's a, a mini-riot going on, if there's a full-scale riot going on, I'm thinking, gee, as a citizen, I might like law enforcement to have that ability to identify who's doing it and uh, have them prosecuted for, uh, for their crimes. Uh, I think a lot of people who committed crimes in the summer of 2020 got away with it, uh, and uh, physical violence as well as destroying businesses and property and even police stations, and not so much in California but outside the state. Uh, so I, uh, again, that, that balance to me is is a difficult one. I lean towards law enforcement's ability to have that technology to be able to do what they need to do to quell the disturbance and prosecute the people involved. What do you think? We'll talk about that more coming up in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to spread the word about our yoga and boot camp classes. Now, my business is as healthy as our members.
3: A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com.
4: This report is sponsored by Dell
6: Technologies. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the Windows PC and tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro.
2: Cloudy today. We'll see temperatures top out in the mid-60s. Cloudy overnight, but not as cold as it's been. We'll only drop into the 50s and then a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a chance of rain.
0: It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome back on this Thursday afternoon. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation as we uh, tackle some of those tough issues, especially today with the technology. That's there. And we've had a lot of discussions about technology recently and uh, the pros and cons. It's a double edged sword. And in in many, many ways, uh, I feel that the um, unregulated use of technology rewires the brains of our children. And that's not a good thing. We need to temper it. We, every every technico- technological advancement, just like good things, other good things, often have unintended consequences. And I think one of those unintended consequences is uh, it, it alters the way we think. And if children grow up depending on technology too much, uh, it can have a very uh, deleterious Uh, uh, effect let's find out what you think what do you think about surveillance cameras do you think it's okay for police to use them for the safety of us all or do you think we should have our privacy respected let's find out what you think area code 209-551-3483-209-551-3483 to stanislaus county we go and debbie debbie what do you think about this particular issue
8: well, thank you very much for taking my call, and I'll try to be really calm about this, okay? I have a question to ask everybody. Have you noticed, just in Stanislaus County alone, specifically, that when all the cameras were removed, when there were very few police officers watching the speed limits, the erratic driving, etc., we've had so many accidents, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. And we're just a small area. So the more you take away from the police to be able to police us, you know, it isn't spying on us to do that. They have to have some kind of of, of proof, and they're taking all the proof away. And isn't that what – let me think for a minute. Wasn't that what our governor and – wasn't it the people in San Francisco that have the hierarchy, aren't they the ones that said – You can go in and steal $999 worth, and and nothing will happen to you. And so you can go in and do this, that, and the other, and all of a sudden the price went up because the people were taking more than $999.
1: Absolutely. And they were
8: taking their guns and shooting people in stores and parking lots. And we don't have any, um, if we stop and really do this mathematically and analytically, there are certain things we must have in place. In order to protect everybody, the person who commits a crime, the police that are trying to help get the crime to stop, they have to have proof. And in the end, it will be protecting everything and everyone. But there's something going on in Southern California and in San Francisco that doesn't meet with anything that makes any sense anymore. It's setting all of us up for a very, very, very sad ending. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, Debbie. Uh, and
8: technology, it, it, it's right smack in the be- middle of it. Uh, absolutely.
1: No, ab- absolutely. And uh, l- let me just ask you one, one quick question. Uh, and, and you make a good mm-hmm. argument for having the cameras and allowing uh, the police to uh, to use them. D- d- oh, I'm here, not arguing.
8: I'm specifically saying uh, no, I, we, we must have yeah, them put
1: uh, back. I got gotcha. you. Here, here's my concern. My concern is Governor Gavin Newsom and the legislature that he has in Sacramento and them going beyond uh, the reasonable expectations of what to do with these cameras and such. Does does that make sense to you? I I I agree with you. I'm just concerned about eventual government overreach, and perhaps uh, that's all about the way we set this up in that's terms of the law. What,
8: that's not what they're set up, Mike. If you really go back in history a little bit, you're a you're a you're one of the most intelligent people we have, and thank God you have this. If you go back and do your homework and do everything the long way, not with the technology, think about it. Go so all the way back in your career. You've been in a lot of places and you've held a lot of careers. If you go back, you'll find out that in the end, the most fair way we could have our society stay as safe as humanly possible is we have to have balances and checks. We have
1: to. Yep, that's right. There
8: are no shortcuts.
1: Yep, I agree. Good, good point, Debbie. I mean, good, good, have, you- good, great, great thinking. And got a couple other callers. Uh, in line here debbie but thank you uh good points well well thought out debbie uh presenting the uh the argument uh with evidence that these cameras can be a good thing and um i i agree again i am a little worried about the overreach and the abuse of that i guess that's uh that's my concern. All right, let's let's uh, let's see what the rest of you think. Area code 209-551-3483. Debbie presents uh, some good evidence there. David from Oakdale, what do you think about cameras and law enforcement's access to them?
9: Okay, well, cameras, typically, they've been used at stoplights. And then they've, the stoplight company, or the company that provides the cameras, gives out the statistics, and my God, the accidents within the intersection dropped like 50 percent but they lie always lie what they didn't tell you what's the definition of the intersection the definition of the intersection is inside the stripes the inside area of the walk crosswalk stripes but outside of the intersection which would be where you would typically stop for a red light accidents increase because people were slamming on their brakes and then there were a lot of rear-enders so it's basically a net zero but the one thing that did increase is there was hundreds of thousands of dollars that goes into the city coffers it's all about the money so and again i agree that yes if you're in an emergency situation like the mayor said it only makes common sense that the, the law enforcement should be able to get on there and figure out where this guy went because he may be sitting around the corner with a gun and he could kill an officer, but a camera could figure out, well, here he is. So he, let's go capture him without getting killed. That makes sense. But the challenge is that cameras, videos, uh, that type of thing is not presentable in court. I'll repeat that. It is not lawful to present video from those cameras or stoplight cameras to court because it's all hearsay. Think about it. All that stuff can be photoshopped. So if you have some agency that wants to get rid of some guy, they can photoshop some, some, some uh, video and put him in jail for 100 years. You have to have a witness as it is by the Sixth Amendment in the Constitution. You have to, you have to be confronted by a witness and a camera or a photograph is hearsay but if you have a witness and preferably two witnesses say i saw him now that's different because then that person is putting himself in jeopardy um, for perjury and then they can go to jail and of course then the biggest thing of the use if yeah i I agree we need to use them in emergency situations the biggest thing is for misuse i want to see the list of punishments for law enforcement or whoever uses those videos for nefarious reasons so that's my opinion it's not it's more than opinion those are the facts of cameras over
1: yeah and i i think david if if i'm catching the drift from san francisco on this uh and and maybe i'm over analyzing it but I, i'm thinking one of the main values and and they're not so much talking about the red light cameras and your, your points are correct on that by the way uh, but they're talking about these other uh, surveillance uh, surveillance cameras that, that we see around now. And I'm, I'm thinking one of the benefits, one of the righteous benefits in my mind, is if there's a major incident going on, the police, and, and to take individual identification out of it in terms of future prosecution, I think it can be an aid for law enforcement in terms of this is where the crowd is going, this is what they're doing this is how we need to adjust our uh, troops on the ground and where we need to place them in in order to get ahead of where the uh, where the crowd appears to be going so i you know i think there are some good applications there and but you bring up some excellent points there uh, regarding uh, prosecution and and having those independent witnesses as uh, as well just real quick what do you, what do you think about that issue in terms of just seeing what the incident is turning into and being able to plan the next move to deal with it.
9: Well, for planning purpose, I did not you know, discuss that specifically, but it, but it makes sense. But again, you have to have the checks and the balances. And the checks yes. are, if they misuse it, that law enforcement agent goes to jail.
1: Yeah, here.
9: I, I never I, work I, for the public again because they're they're crooked, they're liars. So you got to nail them to the wall when they do that. But as, yeah, no. As far as using it logically for planning, absolutely, that only makes sense. But the problem is, human beings are not honest normally, so there needs to be punishment. <laughs> for those
1: guys. well, And, I, and it I, needs to be
9: just on one sheet of paper. The law needs to be on one sheet of paper and no more than that. And,
1: and make it simple. And I agree with you. The guidelines need to be in place ahead of time uh, to prevent that, uh, that abuse of, uh, of the technology. David, great points. Thanks so much for your call. Appreciate that. Our telephone number here, 209-551-3483. Police uh, surveillance cameras, or cameras that they're using for surveillance, uh, do you feel that uh, police ought to be able to use them uh, to monitor what's going on or do our rights to privacy trump that privilege? And we've had some good discussions. Let's find out what uh, Simon from Modesto has to say about it. Simon, you have some other thoughts about the use of those cameras.
9: Yeah, Mike,
10: those cameras are not only used. To fight crime, but they're also used sometimes to find missing persons.
1: Good, yes, right, yeah, good point. You know, so there are there are some other applications, Simon, where they uh, they come into play. Excellent point, love that. So generally, uh, would you be in favor of having these cameras in place? The law allowing for it, but as our our, our friend uh, David just said with certain parameters in it that are very simple in terms of preventing any abuse. Sounds like you would be in favor of that.
11: Well, certainly there
1: can be limitations. um, But the technology is not going to go away. Yes.
9: So uh, it's law enforcement, uh, if used rightly, they're a useful tool
1: just like any tool that law enforcement has. Simon, thanks for your comments. I appreciate that very much. Area code 209-551-3483. Love these discussions with you and uh, the new thoughts that you bring up. Thank you so much. Great thinking, great points that you have. And in a a few minutes, I also want to talk about uh, a new policy that may be going into effect with the Los Angeles Police Department this one I don't like. I'm a little more, no pun intended, in terms of police cars. I'm a little more black and white on this issue. I'll explain what it is and why I don't like it coming up in three minutes here on The Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
2: Northbound 5 uh, through Tracy, it delayed as you leave 205, and those delays continue all the way to Lathrop, loosening up around Lathrop Road before it slows down again between French Camp Road and Stockton. Eastbound 120 Manteca, tied up from Maine all the way to 99. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIB. This report is sponsored by CalHope.org.
3: The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHOPE can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.
10: My new cafe is always packed at lunch. Thing is, we need a dinner rush to keep up with expenses. So I whipped up my own radio campaign at iHeartAdBuilder.com to advertise our weekly specials. Now dinner reservations are booked weeks in advance, and things are really cooking.
4: A custom radio ad from iHeart Ad Builder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Hi, Sean
9: from Warden's. Sitting in an office chair that's a pain in the back? Seriously, imagine the ultimate, most comfortable chair. Our 11,000 square foot showroom has over 100 different chairs to choose from. And here's the kicker. Each chair is available for you to take back to your office and test drive for free. That's right. Keep the chair for up to a week at absolutely no cost. Be sure
4: it fits you before you commit to buy. Warden's, home of the free test drive, making your office work. 4101 Technology Drive, Modesto. Have a tooth that's bothering you? Dentures loose or keep falling out? Unable to chew or enjoy meals because of missing teeth? Time to visit Martin Dentistry in Stockton. With combined experience of over 60 years, Martin Dentistry can solve these problems and more in a relaxing, family-friendly environment. State-of-the-art, custom-made implants and sedation available. Book today. Call 209-951-4251. That's 209-951-4251. Or visit martinimplants.com.
6: If you've been injured in an accident, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. They'll protect your health and finances by dealing with insurance companies and medical professionals so you can focus on your health. Drake Law Firm has recovered over $150 million for their clients, and you don't pay anything until your case settles. If you've been in an auto accident or hurt as a result of a slip and fall, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. 209 4 900 That's 209 Four nine hundred nine hundred. You're safe with Drake.
12: Do you need new blinds or shades? Linester.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big-box retailers. Linester blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Linester today and save big. Leinster.com.
1: With KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And yeah, welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. We have uh, a theme developing here of law enforcement and constraints or allowances as far as technology goes. We had a great discussion about that in terms of surveillance cameras. Great points that uh, you have brought up. Now I want to shift gears a, a little bit and talk about a related issue in terms of law enforcement. And let, let me give you the background on this. It involves uh, the Los Angeles uh, Police Department. And this past Tuesday, they approved a new policy that requires their officers to explain on camera why they plan to pull over a car or stop a pedestrian. Yes. Now, they call it something different than many years ago when I was in law enforcement. We called it probable cause. What's probable cause to stop a car? Uh, If you're looking at the people inside the car and you think they look suspicious, that's not probable cause if they match the description of a robbery that just took place that's a different matter but just you're on patrol and and you're uh, you're doing a, a a patrol down a residential street and you see a car that you're not used to seeing in that area this is, this is what's good about community policing is you start to learn who's in the neighborhood who belongs there who doesn't that sort of thing and uh, you think, wow, that uh, that that person, that car doesn't look like it belongs here. That's that's not reason to pull it over. That's not probable cause. However, if uh, they have a tail light out, or the license plate light is out, or they have a cracked uh, tail light, uh, or I mean, there's a the, Cali- there's the California Highway Patrol. Those officers know the vehicle code. Inside and out, backwards and forwards, up, down, sideways. They're, they're amazing, uh, what they know about the vehicle code. And, but you, you can find usually find something to pull a car over for. I know that's not grammatical. I entered with a preposition, so forgive me. But the point being that if you're looking at that car you're, and you think, yeah, it looks a little suspicious, you have to find some probable cause to pull it over. I had a training officer way back when, I always remember his name, Van Winkle, because it reminded me of Rip Van Winkle, and he was an amazing, a very intelligent guy, and he uh, taught me a lot about testifying in court. I had to testify uh, in the trial of a, a career criminal, and Van Winkle taught me some great life lessons as well as testifying lessons about how to watch how expert defense attorneys uh, can manipulate you into ruining your case in court. I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes because there's some interesting things there that I, I think you'll find uh, fascinating, at least uh, at least I did. But the point here, at LAPD, is that the LAPD's commission approved a new policy that requires LAPD officers to explain on camera why they plan to pull over a car or stop a pedestrian. The policy is designed to limit what they call pretextual stops. Pretextual stops—that's when an officer makes a stop for a minor issue and uses it to search for a more serious crime. In my day, that was called probable cause. Totally legal. You pull. You have to find some re- some legal reason to pull the car over, and that usually has to do with something about the car is in violation, for example, of the vehicle code. Maybe they rolled the stop sign. And I don't mean cheating on that and saying, well, you didn't a friend of mine got pulled over uh, in a nearby city and, and they said to my friend, Well, you you didn't stop long enough. Well what it did... <laughs> stop means stop how can you what what does stop long enough mean but anyway given that the you have to have some reason to pull the car over so you look for uh or maybe there's no license plates uh on the car and there's nothing in the windows uh that would indicate who the car belongs to if it's a new car if it's a newly purchased car uh used car whatever uh so you find some reason usually vehicle code-wise, to pull it over. And so you walk up to the car and you observe, as you're talking to the driver, some contraband or you observe uh, a weapon or, or something. So that's what, what they're complaining about here. I, am, I have to say, if the police officer is going to be required to explain on camera and I would assume that's on his or her body cam or maybe a camera installed in in the police car. if they have to explain why they're probable why they're going to stop that car, if they have to explain that on camera ahead of time, it's all over. The moment is gone uh it, I don't know if you to those of you who've been in law enforcement, do you remember the first time that you pulled over a car? It after a while it becomes second nature, but you're. You're doing a lot of things at the same time. You're watching where you're lo- you, your location. You're watching your cross streets. You're watching the addresses so that you can give an accurate location. You're looking at the probable cause. You're putting that into your mind. You're picking up the microphone. You're radioing in the fact you're making a traffic stop and where it is. And then you also have at the same time. You're working your your lights, and if you have to honk your horn or just tap your siren for a minute because the person isn't pulling over – all these things are coming at you. The first time you make a traffic stop, it's stressful. It really is. But after a while, it becomes second nature because uh, your, your muscle memory and things just flow. So we have all of this going on. And on top of all of this, I think it's going to be a safety issue for the officer because now the officer has to take his or her eyes off of the car. And traffic stops can be deadly. And so here they're having to do a performance on camera. Here's why I'm pulling over the car. In that moment, they're taking the, their eyes off of what's going on. I just think it's ridiculous. We'll talk more about it in five minutes or so after the top of the hour news and weather here on The Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: assassination of the oldest son of North Korea's first dictator Kim Jong Il
9: in North Korea as in the mob it's business it's not personal when somebody challenges you that challenger must be eliminated
0: listen to big brother north korea's forgotten prince on the iheart radio app or wherever you get your podcasts
4: by now you've heard the news boosters for Pfizer Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccines are available They help keep your immunity strong and help keep you and others protected against COVID-19 and its variants. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find out if you're eligible and to find a booster near you. Let's keep each other safer and healthier this winter. Get your booster and don't forget to get your flu shot too. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. Home of the Mike
0: Douglas Show, we days it free, powered by Lancaster Painting with more than 30 years of experience. Power Talk 1360 KFIV Modesto. Love with even more local news and more local reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now, weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk
1: 1360 KFIV. And welcome to hour number two of the Mike Douglas show here this beautiful Thursday afternoon in California's Central Valley on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation and our conversation at the moment centering around Los Angeles Police Department and their commission voting uh, this past Tuesday to implement a new policy that requires LAPD officers to explain on camera why they're planning to pull over a car or stop a pedestrian. Now, it's designed to limit what they call pretextual stops when an officer makes a stop for a minor issue and uses it to search for a more serious crime. Again, back in my day, and I realized that was a long time ago, it was called probable cause. You pull over a car uh, because there's some violation, license plate missing, a cracked light. Uh, light not working. Uh, there are a myriad of different things in the California Vehicle Code that you can take advantage over, of to pull over a car. And the pushback on this is that this is being abused by the police uh, to the detriment of people of color. And, and specifically, Black Lives Matter and L.A. weighed in on this. And uh, they believe uh, that these, what they call pretextual stops, uh, are are being abused. Again, I I I don't believe this is this is going to be a productive policy. Interesting comment by the commissioner, uh, police commissioner William Briggs, and it's not well worded. Uh, It almost sounds the reverse of what it says. But the quote is. This revised policy, meaning that the officers have to appear on camera and explain why they're pulling over a vehicle or why they're stopping a pedestrian, it will not result in more crimes or more guns or more lawlessness in the city of Los Angeles. The current policy harms our black and brown communities. The current policy does not stop crime. Well, the union that represents the rank-and-file LAPD officers, they're arguing that this is going to make it harder for the officers to do their job. Uh, They issued a statement uh, from the Los Angeles Police Protective League Board of Directors. They called Commissioner Briggs' comment uh, that the new approach will not lead to more crime or guns on the streets, quote-unquote, ludicrous. They said uh, the commissioner, quote, should get off his soapbox... Do his homework and tell the truth about pretext stops and the important role they play in taking guns off our streets. They were arguing that nast- uh, last year the Newton Division alone confiscated more than 800 guns during traffic and pedestrian stops. Um, Baba Akil, I may have the, I'm not sure I have, maybe it's Achille. Baba Achille, I believe, with Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles issued this comment. It's the same song with a different melody, calling pretextual stops, quote, ineffectual and racist. He said they should be banned outright. So Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles is saying uh, these probable cause stops, for example, maybe a tail light out, uh, so that you can uh, then look at what's going on inside that car. That should be totally outlawed because it's racist. Well, let me ask you, from what I've explained here as the best I can, do you feel that traffic stops for probable cause are racist? Do you feel that this new policy is a good one? that the officer has to explain ahead of time why I'm pulling over the car or why I'm going to stop the pedestrian. What do you think? It, it, it doesn't sound racist to me. Anything can be abused, that's for certain, but the practice itself is, is lawful. It's part of the rule of law. What do you think? Is, this, is, is, is the use of probable cause or what they call pretext stops, do you think that's racist? Our phone number here, area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Now, do I argue uh, the fact that there are times when the law has been abused and police officers have pulled people over because of their color? I've heard testimonies to that. I'm not arguing against that. What I'm saying is this particular policy is globally going to subvert the rule of law. Think about this. Let Put yourself in the place of the police officer. You are observing a car. And let's say, let, let's even take, well, let, let's take a minor example. Let's take the fact that uh, it's brake light, Um uh, the lens over the brake light is cracked. And you can't, at least when I was working a patrol car, you can't have a white light like that showing to the rear if, if you need to replace the lens so that it's still red. All right. So you see that white light showing to the rear when they brake because there's a defective taillight. It's broken. And that can be a detriment to other cars as well as the person driving the car. So you pull the car over now that's the way it is currently now think about this you're looking at a car in a residential neighborhood that you know well you haven't seen that car around before it's driving very slowly and suspiciously in your mind in the neighborhood now that's not probable cause to pull it over necessarily but it does have that cracked taillight that exposes the white light to the rear. Under the new policy where you have to explain on camera why you're going to pull over the car, are you going to bother to pull over that car? Let me know. 209-551-3483. Would you bother to start, to, to, uh, start making what we call uh, observational stops? Uh, th- proactive stops? I don't think so. I would anymore. If I have to explain on camera, first of all, I think it's a safety issue. I think it's a safety issue. I, I think it's a safety issue for the officer. I think it's a safety issue for the person being pulled over, and I think it's a safety issue for the public as well. Well, why, Mike? Why would it be a safety issue for the public if that car isn't pulled over for the broken taillight? Well, first of all, if there are nefarious items that are visible in that car, uh, if there is someone in that car, car who has a warrant for their arrest, that will never be addressed because I have to stop what I'm doing and take my mind off of safety issues and talk to a camera before I pull the car. Does this make any sense to you? It's just not making any sense to me at all. Maybe I'm, I'm missing the point, and and I'm 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 sorry. I I don't understand why probable cause is racist. Now, can any rule of law, can any law enforcement of the law, be? abused in terms of racism? Well, sure it can. But if you're going to use that as the rationale for dumping this particular policy, then you're going to have to do away with all law enforcement because all law enforcement tools can be used and abused, whether it's because of race or gender, you name it. Anything, any tool can be abused. So to me, this is an illogical uh, this is an illogical thing to do. And, and uh, again, I just don't see, uh, and, again, I may have the name right, Baba Achille, I think, with Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles during the public's comment period about this policy called pretextual stops ineffectual and racist, and they should be banned outright. I uh, disagree with that 100%. And I... I know a lot of people are are afraid to disagree when the word racism is brought up and they're they're afraid of being called racist uh, i I believe in standing upon what's true and announcing what's true and what people may decide to call me is their opinion, but I stand in the light of truth and i I think one of the one of the unintended consequences, or maybe it's intended, I don't know, but one of the unintended consequences of this particular new policy that LAPD is uh, bound and determined uh, determined apparently to use is that police officers are going to quit doing proactive law enforcement. Now, what evidence do you have for that, Mike? Well, Not going to name names, but I have communicated with police officers in Southern California, and they feel that they are, no pun intended, handcuffed. And so they answer the calls that they're dispatched to, but a lot of them aren't doing observational stops anymore. Why? Well, because of the hassle involved, because of policies like this, and because they're afraid that they're going to be, if the person that they pull over is a person of color, that they're going to be called racist. You see, none of this ought to be. If the problem is that police officers are using their tools in in racial ways, then the training there is to deal with racism with their application of the law, not with the law itself. And you see, here we go again with this anarchy to do away with what is and replace it with something else that uh, these folks want want to replace what exists with. Boy, I had a lot of prepositions there that were not ending properly. I'm going to have to take some more coffee. What do you think? What's your assessment of this? Do you think this policy, uh, do you you think it's, it's racist to use probable cause? And, and also, uh, regarding this policy, do you think it's a good policy? Or do you think it's going to be dangerous for uh, the officers and other folks as well? Let's go to the phones very quickly. 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Ed from Lodi, what are your thoughts about this new LAPD policy?
10: Well, first of all, um, I want to say that we hear the word racism thrown around and sometimes it's true but i think often it's used as a as a manipulative term and i think a lot of people that assume somebody does something and then calls it racism is a form of racism itself it's just a reverse direction so to me that's just as racist and all these people who make those claims you know to me it's like they ignore other facts but if I were, you know, I think it's, it's a tough thing, but I think what they need to do is go ahead and, and record and do it and say, Hi, this is Officer, you know, whatever you make, whatever name. Um, and I'm, I see a, uh, a uh, driving issue. I'm going to pull this person over. And that's what I would say. I wouldn't even say anything about anything else. And if I find something else, I would say, Okay, this is, this is what happened. And I think as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're following the letter of the law, Then you are fine. And, you know, I think it's very easy and too often done where people cry racism, not to say that it doesn't exist, but I think this is becoming a thing that is stopping us from actually doing other things. And and if we live in a society that continues to talk about equity instead of equality, we're not going to get rid of this. It's going to be a problem that's going to persist.
1: Yeah, I, so that's uh, where
10: I come from.
1: Yeah, thank you, Ed. Uh, good good thoughts there, and, and I appreciate the thought about equality uh, versus equity. Two different terms, two different meanings. We'll continue the conversation about this coming up in three minutes on the Mike Douglas Show. Our number, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. We'll continue the discussion as the Mike Douglas Show continues on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center.
2: Eastbound 132 in Tracy, slow right now, Costa Road all the way to Paradise Road, with more delays on North 5 leaving Tracy, 205 all the way to 8th Street in Stockton in some pretty significant stretches. For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV.
12: This report is sponsored by CalHope.org. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions
3: and worries we have. CalHope can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at CalHope.org today.
6: If you've been injured in an accident, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. They'll protect your health and finances by dealing with insurance companies and medical professionals so you can focus on your health. Drake Law Firm has recovered over $150 million for their clients, and you don't pay anything until your case settles. If you've been in an auto accident or hurt as a result of a slip and fall, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. 2-0-9-4-900-900. That's 900 four nine hundred nine hundred. You're safe with Drake.
5: Hey, Mario Courtney Lopez. Here we know life's moments are definitely better together.
3: And Smart Mouth mouthwash gives us the confidence to always be ready to make the most of these moments.
5: Whether in studio, on the red carpet, or around the house, having the confidence to get close is amazing.
3: Mm-hmm. Our lives are better together with Smart Mouth. Just two rinses a day means fresh breath for twenty four hours.
5: Find it at your favorite drug, grocery, or Supercenter store, or save 20% at smartmouth.com slash radio.
6: This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash trial. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for, the needle in the haystack.
4: See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org.
0: Father, preacher, friend, it's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power
2: Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome back to The Mike Douglas Show. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Our conversation right now is centering around new LAPD policy that says if officers are going to pull over a car or, or stop a pedestrian, they have to go on camera and do a full explanation, apparently, of what they're going to do. We're getting your opinions about that. 209-551-3483. Let's uh, go up the road a bit to Oakdale find out what uh, Jeannie has to say. Hi, Jeannie. What's your opinion?
13: Hi, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I agree with you. I don't think um, that's a safe thing to have to do. I don't I don't think it's necessary because whenever you say that you're stopping, you're letting them know what you're doing, you know, it seems to me. But, you know, anything that Black Lives Matter is up for, I think, needs to be questioned because um, I Googled them and they're... Um, their goals and their principles, and they don't align with most of the people of this country, and it um, it just worries me whenever we listen to these people. You know, for for a summer or more, they terrorized the citizens in in some of our larger cities, and and they weren't called terrorists. I just it's like we're living in an upside down world, and I just don't understand it. So. I
1: totally agree with you, though. Yeah, Jeannie, thanks for your thoughts. Appreciate that. I think one of the problems, Jeannie, is when when organizations, whether it's Black Lives Matter or whatever, when organizations start to make blanket statements, we tend to get into trouble because they're usually nuanced uh, with a private agenda. And uh, so that that can be uh, that can be a challenge Uh, very quickly. uh, Let's uh, go to Oakdale. Uh, David, uh, again, going to weigh in on this issue about probable cause. David, what's your thought?
9: Yeah, yeah. Sorry to be a bother, but I I agree with you. That is just kind of busy work. And it's designed because no doubt there the uh, when they go to court, they're getting hammered on probable cause stops. So they want to get that on record. Because once it's on record, then it's, you know, it's legally admissible. But once it's in court, and then it's your word against his type thing. But secondly, um, you said that a stop like that when you have a broken light or whatever, a stop like that is, is lawful. It, it really is not lawful. Number one, the lights on a police car are only supposed to be used in emergencies. So a broken light is not considered emergency. Now, if he's acting as a peace officer and a safety officer, which they should be, that's their job in my mind or in we, the people's mind, yeah, pull him over, say, hey, you know, your light's broken, and would you please get that fixed because it is a hazard at night, et cetera, et cetera, have a nice day. But to make a stop because he's got the light in the auspices of thinking want to see and do a, an unlawful search, then no, no. The only way you can stop somebody is if you see a felony in progress. And by the way, the California vehicle code is not law. It is code. And it's not lawful. It's legal, but it's not, quote unquote, it's not constitutionally lawful. So our challenge today is that their police are called law enforcement. And they are not enforcing law. They're enforcing code. And they are generating money for their corporate cities. That's their job. Their number one duty is the obligation to the corporation and to generate revenue for the corporation, so um, yeah, for the broken light, I got no problem with that. But you know, you got a broken light, sir. Please get a fix. Have a nice day.
1: But to stop
9: and then look in the car—that's an unlawful search.
1: Well, uh, I I think there are some uh, law enforcement folks that that would take issue with that, David. But you you make your point, and I appreciate that. Gets us thinking. Um, I think. Uh, as far as the uh, the red lights and, and stops and, and all that go, yes, you, you are correct. And, and in fact, friends, it's not called the California Vehicle Code. It's called Vehicle Code, believe it or not in California, and uh, I, I wish I had the CHP officer's mind. I don't have it memorized like uh, like they do, but I, I do believe it is a useful tool in law enforcement. David, bringing us a different perspective. David, thanks for your call. Appreciate that very much. Uh, we're going to be back in uh, in a couple of minutes and continue the conversation. And then uh, after that, want to talk a, a, a little bit of sports with you as well, uh, Major League Baseball, and then some local action. Some local teams and what's going on in Las Vegas and a big, big game coming up tonight. So all that's, uh, all that's coming up here on the Mike Douglas Show. Uh, looking forward to talking about that. Uh, let me just uh, add, add uh, another thought uh, to this whole issue of the LAPD policy. and And that is, I believe officers will quit doing proactive enforcement. And I believe that the public will suffer from that. Law enforcement in general will suffer from that. And I think the society that is trying to implement these new rules will look at that and say, we, we made an error. Uh, we, we were not looking at the un- unintended uh, consequences of that. Uh, so, uh, interesting pers- perspectives from, uh, from David, and I would imagine that some of you in law enforcement uh, w- would have some other opinions as well. But that's why we're here, and that's why I love conversing with you as you bring up new uh, ideas, new nuances, and you challenge our thinking. And all of that is good because that iron sharpening iron is how we uh, learn to develop our own positions and understand other people as well. Hey, we'll be back. In five minutes, here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The
0: Mike Douglas Show now weekdays from three till five on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
12: This report is sponsored by CalHope.org. The more we learn about COVID 19, the
3: more questions and worries we have. CalHope can help with free COVID 19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.
11: Hey, it's Trevor. You hear me talking about all the the bad news in the economy? We don't really know what's going on. we got to admit that. We have no idea what these next three years are going to bring us. But I can tell you, if you want to sell your house, please, let me introduce you to somebody that wants to buy it. When they buy it, there's no hassles. And I'm guaranteeing you an easy solution. It's OsborneHomes.com. They make it so simple. They'll buy your house as is. There's no fixing. There's no cleaning. There's no looky-loos walking through. It's just the only closet in the hallway. OsborneHomes.com. What they do is they close in days. They can wait months. Or, you know, you can sell it on the way home from work right now to Mike Osborne. Mike started his company in 2007. He was born and raised right here in the Valley. He went to Fresno State, and now he wants to buy your house it's as simple as a phone call 460-3551 460-3551 OsborneHomes.com 460-3551
3: the ridiculous crime podcast proves that true crime isn't always about mayhem and murder sometimes it's just silly take a deep dive into the absurd side of criminality with tales of stupid capers and idiot that are 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous.
6: 16-year-old Max Wade decides to steal the yellow and black Lamborghini Gallardo Spider. The owner, Uh you know him as Guy Fieri. (gasps)
3: Listen to Ridiculous Crime on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
12: Do you need new blinds or shades? Leinster.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big-box retailers. Leinster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Leinster today and save big. Blindster.com.
4: This report is sponsored by
6: Dell Technologies. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the Windows PC and tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with windows
0: 11 pro power talk 1360 kfiv traffic now from the J and heating and air traffic center
6: in tracy westbound 205 right before macarthur drive uh, minor fender bender it's over on the shoulder chp is there uh, northbound five right before walnut grove road a roll of carpet it's in the two left-hand lanes manteca we've got stop and go uh, southbound 99 highway
1: 120 to main street For the Valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 AM KFIV.
12: This report is sponsored by calhope.org. The
3: more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHOPE can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.
1: Hi, Mike Douglas here with Stu Gilman business advisors. it has to be
6: incredibly
1: difficult and complex to sell a
6: business. Well, Mike, it certainly can be. Although we can streamline the process for business owners in a number of different ways. The first item that a lot of people are most interested in when they own a business is a: Can I sell it? And b: How much is it worth? Well, we can do that for them free of charge. We basically get some current financials uh, as well as some tax returns, and we can look it over and tell them what we believe businesses like theirs could sell for. And so starting with that, once they agree, we can go ahead and start the rest of our process that we manage from soup to nuts.
1: Stu Gilman, Transworld Business Advisors. Help at your fingertips at 844-STU-4-U. That's 844-STU, the number 4-Y-O-U. Website's NorCalBizSales.com. That's NorCalBiz, B-I-Z, Sales.com.
11: What treatments have you tried to get rid of that joint pain? Was it steroids? Was it physical therapy? Was it pain meds? That's what they always recommend, but now there's a better way. Hey, it's Trevor Carey, and I'm talking about Modesto Physical Medicine. They're the area's leader in regenerative solutions. I'm talking natural biologic treatments. Treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue so your body can heal the way it was designed to heal. So if you got pain in your back, your knees, your hips, or shoulders, call the local medical professionals at Modesto Physical Medicine. Get a free second opinion. Learn about all new natural options that can give you lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and most importantly, no surgery. Modesto Physical Medicine just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Don't go under the knife. Call 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. That's 838-3434. Modesto Physical Medicine.
4: For more information about contests on this station, go to powertalk1360.com slash rules.
2: like you. Thanks to the help of iHeartRadio and Prudential Financial, i like to present to you my brand new podcast, Building the Good Life, where each week a special friend and I will break down and unveil the mysteries of how you build. So if you're ready to build like you've never thought you could before, the best version of you, make sure to listen every Friday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get. Your podcast. Do you
12: need new blinds or shades? com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big-box retailers. Linster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com.
2: Cloudy today. We'll see temperatures top out in the mid-60s. Cloudy overnight, but not as cold as it's been. We'll only drop into uh, the 50s, and then a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a chance of rain.
0: It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360
1: KFIV. And yeah, welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation. Great, great calls today. So much appreciate your thinking, your your well thought out comments makes for a great time for us. Three to five p.m. Monday through Friday, here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. One of the things I look forward to in the spring is baseball. I, uh, the two things I enjoy in, in sports, especially college football and Major League Baseball. And I, I guess we're not going to see uh, opening day on March 31st. Uh, owners and players unable to agree on a contract. And so uh, I guess the season's going to be shortened by uh, what, maybe six games or so, apparently, uh, from 162 normal uh, amount of games to maybe uh, upper 150s, 156, something like that. What do you think about that? I'm coming at it from the perspective, one, it's an entertainment industry. I respect the athleticism highly but it is an entertainment industry and the job of the athletes is to show us their expertise to be able to do things most of us can't but it is part of an entertainment industry if baseball doesn't happen the world is not going to shut down. Lives are not going to be lost. Now, I may be a tad harsh here. I understand lots of money involved, and so negotiations are important, but I suppose I'm coming at it from a guy that wears uh, probably 9, 10, maybe 11 different hats in the community. Uh, Never have made a lot of money, but God's provided what we need and I work 7 days a week often 12 to 16 hours a day depending on the day. And so I my heart doesn't break for sports figures that make a lot of money and and for the owners that lock them out. I just What do you think? Am I all wet on this? Am am I just not seeing it? 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Am I just not getting it, whether it's Major League Baseball or whatever it might be in professional sports? Uh, I I love to see athletes do their thing because I've never been a great one. I've never even been a really good one. Never really been an athlete. I made it through the police academy through grit and determination and a lot of pain. I started out in the turtle club. You have to run by the way in in the academy and I I'm not a natural runner, but I learned to run and I I I worked hard over the months and I started out in the turtle club which mean I means I was in the slowest group there was and I excelled academically and in every other aspect but boy the running part of it I was not so hot at and so the the deputy uh, the the drill sergeants and all of that that uh, were in charge of the training were very happy when I finally was able to come in uh, under the time that I was supposed to but it required a lot of grit point being that I admire athletes maybe more than some people because I don't have that aptitude. I really don't. And so I respect athletes very, very much. But when we get into owners locking athletes out and and athletes not agreeing to terms and all of that, I, I, I don't know. I, I just... As a, and you say, well, as a pastor, maybe you ought to have more compassion about that. I, I don't feel it. I just have to be honest with you, I'm not feeling the compassion for either side. It's an entertainment industry. You, you want me to, to watch, you want me to buy tickets to the ball games. Then reach an agreement, let's start the season i i just uh, unfortunately don't have i'm not writing it off i i'm and some of you have called up and said i i don't even do major league baseball anymore well i as as soon as the season starts i i'm i'm one of those that loves watching baseball i know a lot of you are going well, you got to be kidding me no i i love watching it either in person or on television or even listening to it some of my fondest memories now remember, I grew up in Los Angeles, and so I grew up with the baseball team that's in Los Angeles. Uh, associate uh, producer uh, Brenda, Brenda is uh, cringing right now. I I can see. But anyway, I grew up in Los Angeles, and uh, so there was a certain baseball team down there that I I just grew up with, and I looked forward. <laughs> I'm getting a thumbs down there. I looked forward to that time in the spring. When the dulcet tones of Vin Scully came over the radio, and for the next couple of months, I could listen to Vin Scully call baseball games. The man was able to, and he's in his upper eighties now, I believe. I, I've been able to see him speak in person, but uh, his 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 conversational tone, his his re- ability to. Uh, be a friend to to establish a relationship with you and the man could paint with words. Does that make sense to you? He could paint with words and uh, just look forward to that and th- this is a bummer to me when when baseball's not happening and again I just don't have a lot of compassion. That well, speaking of, of sports, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to have uh, our sports czar from our sister's station, Fox Sports AM 1280. Jack Beirutti is going to be with us talking about some action tonight in Las Vegas. In fact, uh, he's going to be doing some play by play, he'll be joining us in just a couple of minutes. So, don't go away. Mike Douglas show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center.
6: In Tracy, Westbound 205, just before MacArthur, a fender bender. It's all over on the shoulder. CHP is on the way. Northbound 99 to Fulkerth Road, a minor
1: crash there. That's in the center divide, and again, CHP headed that way. Minor two-car crash, Highway 88 at Lock Road. That's over on the shoulder. Well, the valley's most frequent traffic reports, tune to 1360 a.m. KFIV.
0: Local talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at three on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And
1: thanks for uh, joining us here on the Mike Douglas show again. So much appreciate your participation. You You force me to think about new things, look at uh, things from different angles, and while sometimes uh, I may change my uh, perspective, sometimes not, the whole point is you and I can rationally, reasonably, and respectfully discuss the issues of the day and arrive at, uh, at, at either emboldening our own position or... Mm, kind of taking a break here and saying, "All right, maybe I need to readjust uh, what we're talking about." So, uh, I wanted to uh, talk a, a bit about uh, an added point in in my law enforcement training. I I mentioned this uh, a couple of uh, couple of minutes ago, and I just present it to you because it was fascinating for me. And maybe if you're ever on a witness stand, probably not as a law enforcement person, but maybe if you're on the witness stand because you saw something happen or maybe you're a, a victim, uh, that uh, that to me is, uh, is just highly important that you have the equipping to do well on the stand. And so let, let me just share... Uh, this with you very quickly. I had a, a training officer by the name of Van Winkle. He was a sergeant uh, way back in the San Gabriel Valley uh, where uh, where I cut my teeth in law enforcement. And uh, I happened to be dispatching one day and there was a law enforcement uh, uh, action going on in the city and I was dispatching the call. It was a robbery suspect and he was wearing a, a hoodie and we had a good description. Anyway, uh, Van Winkle actually was the one who uh, saw this, uh, this suspect and um, I believe he was in a, in a pickup truck. And the, the, the whole point was, in the, in the process of the trial, the defense attorney, who, by the way, this guy actually applied makeup uh, to make sure that he, pres- he looked absolutely pristine when he was lawyering as a defense attorney. It was quite a thing. Anyway, he said he tried to trap me, and Van Winkle prepared me ahead of time. He says he's going to, because the glove box was an issue here, so he's going to show you a picture of the glove box and say, is this the glove box of the pickup truck you described? He said, if you say yes, Mike, he'll tear you to shreds because it's a picture you have no idea whose Ford uh, that pickup truck is and uh, who that particular glove box belongs to. You don't know that that's the particular glove box unless you have particularly initial that uh, initial that uh, uh, particular picture. So he says, never fall into that trap. Always follow the evidence and uh, and be sure you are uh, you are following it. It was good good advice. I'll pass that on and maybe we can talk about that again sometime. Well, let's uh, check in with uh, our guy, our sports guy from. Fox Sports AM 1280. Jack Bay, Rudy, Zach. Zach, welcome. Great to have you with us. And tell us what's happening tonight in Las Vegas.
14: Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, the Pacific Tigers take on LMU in the WCC tournament. And that'll be coming up and uh, at about uh, 545 with the pregame show uh, Pacific time and then a 6 p.m. Pacific time tip.
1: Zach, I think uh, we may have lost you there.
14: I I got you. You there, Mike?
1: Okay, yeah, we got you. We lost you there for a second. Uh, Again, uh, sorry
14: sorry about that. Okay,
1: brief us uh, again on what's happening there with the West Coast Conference.
14: So, so uh, tonight uh, it's the uh, first round of the WCC tournament. So Pacific will take on LMU, and the uh, the pregame show on Fox Sports AM twelve eighty at five forty five, and then the tip at six pm. So uh, it's uh, it's the opener for Pacific tonight, and if they win, they'll face BYU tomorrow night.
1: Is this a winner go home type situation, Zach?
14: Y- yes. So uh, every every team right now uh, is facing a winner go home scenario. So the the teams that are pretty much in the NCAA tournament from the West Coast Conference are Gonzaga, St. Mary's. So they those teams know they'll have postseason after. But uh, for everybody else, uh, it's it's pretty much win try and advance. If San Francisco wins its first game, they're probably in the tournament as well uh, in the NCAA tournament. So. Uh, for a team like the Tigers, it's, it's you got to win, advance, and, and hopefully you win five games here in six days in Vegas.
1: Zach's got to be uh, exciting for you to be able to call that game in, in Vegas. Uh, to, tell me how you're feeling about it coming into tonight.
14: Well, it's, a, it's an interesting spot because Pacific and LMU played on Saturday in L.A., and it's the third time they're going to be playing in two weeks. So you don't really uh, normally get that type of scenario. But because of some, some uh, reshuffling of the schedule because of COVID earlier in the season, uh, it's worked out to where Pacific and LMU have played each other quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's interesting because, you know, Pacific just lost to LMU on Saturday. But it's really tough to beat a team in back-to-back games. Uh, and these teams split the first two games, Pacific won. The meeting in Stockton. LMU won the meeting, as I mentioned, in LA on Saturday. So uh, it's, it's the rubber match, if you will, and and the winner gets to BYU tomorrow.
1: Sounds like, and, and there, there's a new coach uh, this year, right, F- uh, for the Tigers?
14: Yes. Le- yep, Leonard perry He is in his uh, first season. He was the associate head coach under Damon Stottemeyer, who is here the last five years. So he's in his first year as, as the head guy, and, you know, the there's an adjustment period that happens, as you all know, when a, when a coach takes over and, um, you know, it's, it's been a bit of an adjustment just, you know, in terms of style and in terms of players getting used to Leonard being the head guy and not the assistant. It's a big, big adjustment on both sides. So, uh, you know, year one will be under under his belt once this tournament is completed and then uh, they'll start looking ahead to year two.
1: Zach, who are some of the uh, outstanding uh, players that, that you've seen excel, especially during the last uh, couple of weeks for the Tigers?
14: Uh, Alfonso Anderson is uh, the guy that's really excelled. He came over from Utah State. He was the Mountain West sixth man of the year last year, and I think anyone that follows college basketball knows how tough that league is uh, this year. You have you know, teams like Wyoming and San Diego State and Colorado State that have all been in the top 25. So he's a guy that was an impact player at Utah State last year. He's rounding out his college career. This is his last year of eligibility. So for him, it could very well be his last game tonight um, You know, if if the Tigers don't win. But he's averaged uh, about 20 points a game the last three games. So they're going to be looking at him tonight uh, to try and get going. And I think for Pacific Key tonight, it's going to be to get going early because they've had some – some lapses at the start of games and falling behind the eight ball. And in this setting tonight, that can't happen if if Pacific wants to advance.
1: Yeah, the Tigers are playing in a rarefied air, I guess, if I could use that. Uh, I don't know that Las Vegas ever has a rarefied air. But in terms of the tournament itself, <laughs> uh, sure does. Sure does. <laughs> a hot air a lot. Uh, but r- really, they're, it's a privilege, I think, for the Tigers to, to be where they are at this point. And, and again, maybe unpack a little bit uh, more, if you could, what they need to do uh, right out of the gate to really provide some good competition tonight.
14: You know, I think it's, it's important in these settings to, to set the tone early and just kind of establish. You want to be the team that establishes yourself, it, even especially on a neutral court. There's no home court tonight. So, you know, you'll have a smattering of fans from both sides, and you'll have a lot of neutral fans. And I think in, in these neutral court settings, you want to win the hearts of the fans that are, are the neutral fans to kind of get them on your side and make it feel like a home court as much as you can. So for Pacific to come out tonight and, and be aggressive and, and to set a tone uh, is going to be big. Uh, you know, if you come out and, and you're behind by 10 right out of the gate, it, it gets a lot tougher, um, you know, with, with winter go home basically being on the line to claw your way back.
1: Now, I don't know what's going on in, in Nevada, Zach. Uh, will, will the uh, people in attendance, do they have to wear masks or are they free not to have masks? Do you know?
14: Um, you know, I think they're, they're pretty much free to do whatever. I know the employees here at the arena, I see them all wearing masks. Um, you know, there's some employees of, of the teams and, and some coaches that are wearing masks. I just watched the women's basketball game that just got off the air. The Pacific women lost to Santa Clara, but all the officials are wearing masks. I'm not wearing a mask. So it, I think it's, it's, it's up to the individual um, from what I'm seeing. It's really strange. I was talking about this last night with our trainer about how, you know, it's pretty much 50-50 in Vegas right now. You can walk through a casino and see half the people wearing masks and half are not. So it's interesting (laughs) times for sure.
1: Yeah, and and thinking about uh, the road here, Zach, how how has COVID nineteen policies here in California played into uh, the the journey for the Tigers? Has it complicated things a lot, or have they had the the grit just to kind of push through the challenges and and uh, get through to where they are now?
14: I mean, I think everybody's kind of pushed through, but it, it definitely complicated things. I mean from from just the perspective of if you test positive or you know you this is this is going back now I don't think these protocols are in place anymore but if you had tested positive or been around someone who had tested positive you know you're in this in this protocol and they talk about canceling games and they did have to reschedule some games and you know Pacific missed out on having Gonzaga the number one team in the country at home and that's a big draw for for Pacific and that's a, a game where they'd pack the gym and and because of a positive COVID test Gonzaga never came to Stockton um, you know it's been tough for the coaches to have a, a good practice cadence if someone tests positive or isn't feeling well they shut everything down so it's, it's just been it's been not ideal uh, and I think we're looking forward to next year and hopefully a lot of these these protocols are, are in the past.
1: Well, it's a credit uh, to the coaches and the team, I think, to, to do that push-through. Uh, again, uh, tonight, Zach Bayrudi, uh, uh, tip-off at uh, 6 p.m., right, on Fox Sports AM 1280. Yep. Uh, look forward to hearing you, and uh, thanks for visiting with us today.
14: Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you having me. All
1: right, my friend. Uh, Zach Bayrudi, again, uh, from our sister's station, of uh, Fox Sports. Uh, AM 1280 and uh, the action tonight, the Pacific Tigers, again, tip off at 6 p.m. And uh, our best to to the team members there and, and really the incredible road that they have traveled to be where they are. I mean, you look at some of these names that are there all the time, like Gonzaga uh it, it's just uh got to be proud i think we here especially in the central valley are very proud of uh, the pacific tigers and and what they've accomplished regardless of what happens tonight kudos to them for adjusting to a new coach from their uh the assistant coach moving into that head coach job none of that easy you have the COVID 19 complications on top of it and uh so we wish them the best and uh Hope we have a, a wonderful result uh, tonight from Las Vegas. Want to thank you all for joining us today on the Mike Douglas Show. I'll look forward to being back with you tomorrow from three to five p.m. here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.